0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Dungeon Masters Dojo Podcast. This is a show for game masters and players alike. We hope to bring you tips and tricks to elevate your game and develop the art of dungeon mastery. I'm your host, Louis Zaponte, and these are your Dungeon Masters, Scott Labby and Bill Robitaille. Let's enter to the dojo and see what they have in store for us today. Good evening, gentlemen.
1: Hello. Why, Hello. Uh-oh. This
2: is an exciting episode. This is the DMD into the Splinterverse episode.
1: Ooh, We like these. We, I do. We, we really like do. these we a lot. Do.
2: Uh, full disclosure, before we get started, uh, Jimmy from the Splinterverse, who y'all have met, uh, super guy, he sent us a complimentary copy of his... Dragonlance companion, the companion piece to Wizards of the Coast's Dragonlance Shadow of the Dragon Queen. But the opinions contained herein are ours and ours alone. But we do we do thank Jimmy very much for keeping us in mind and sending us his his work because it's it hasn't disappointed yet. Just so if you're day. interested and you should be <laughs> because there's uh Oh my gosh, there's so many good- goodies like stuff that they put the uh potion miscability uh one book, of my faves. The, yeah. He gosh, did, there's he
0: did fizz bands. He did fizz bands,
2: yep. uh Fay Wild Companion, yeah, which I really, really, really liked. He's been on on the podcast a few times. He's just a super dude. So if you want to check him out and you should, he's over on YouTube. And so look for the Splinterverse there. Uh, You can email Jimmy at splinterverse at gmail.com. Splinterverse.com is his website. Uh, YouTube.com. I always get confused if it's a forward or a backslash. Backslash. Backslash C, backslash Splinterverse. Uh, He's over on Twitter, Twitter twitter.com, backslash Splinterverse. Instagram.com backslash Splinterverse. To make it easy. Facebook.com. All the links will be in the show notes. You couldn't have said that at the beginning? now I'm parched.
1: So, so um, is he accessible? Very, from the <laughs> looks of it, yeah. <laughs> but Very he's accessible. He's done a lot. I mean, he, he has done a lot, for, yeah.
0: For Ravenloft, Fizz Yes, yep. 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 So yep. He's done quite a bit. The Feywild, and now...
2: And and he Dragulence. he He's so clever. With this, heat, he puts these companions out as the Wizards of the Coast stuff comes out. Yeah, his timing is absolutely impeccable. I it's,
0: think he's like a day before. Yeah,
2: usually, yeah, usually. And, and he he said even when he was on on the podcast, you know, if you can't wait, can't wait for tomorrow. You could go over and get the book now, the companion piece, and kind of get yourself, prime the pump Yep, yep, for your D&D <laughs> adventures. So thank you, Jimmy, for always, always keeping us in mind and putting out such good stuff. So this is a companion piece to Dragonlance Shadow of the Dragon Queen. I would have thought it was
0: more of the original works than it,
2: what Wizards
0: did. It does. Uh, it.
2: God, the artwork is outstanding in these, in these, the, these books he puts out. He's got some great artists that he, he that really he works does. With. I
1: mean, the cover art is just it's beautiful. I, it, I, I, it like, is. I love the cover art.
2: And it's not just pretty, right? The content, the content's there well, too. Well, that's
1: huge, because in the The Wizard's Shadow of the Dragon Queen, there are some gorgeous pieces of artwork. There. Yes. And then there's there's pencil sketching. There's just stuff that and it's one thing that they do a lot that I'm not a fan of is where they just show the the object of of the artwork with just a splash of color like a watermark or a yeah. splash of color in the background. And I want content. I want the 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 artwork to tell me a small story. Yeah. Even if it's just ever so brief and bring he, the world to life. And they're doing more and more of that and I it's not something that I'm a fan of.
2: And that was you know, it probably has a lot to do with, we were, we grew up on, on Elmore and Easley and their, their artwork was, I mean, they had the black and white, you know, ink drawings yeah, that were yeah. just floating on the page, but then every few pages you get this, this full color thing.
1: And, and every, it, it wasn't just a story. It was a, it, it was an adventure. Yeah. Every piece of art was an adventure. It was absolutely gorgeous. It was. And you're right. That's what we, we've been spoiled.
2: Yeah, we, so, we have been, they, they. They really, they brought you into the world with their artwork, which is, you know, lends to the immersion so that when, when you're playing the game or when you're running the game, you have this mental image of, you know, even, even the, the armor was something unique to, to Dungeons and Dragons, you know, it wasn't just that medieval Knight armor, the breastplates were ornate. you know the knights of Salamnia had their their breastplates and their helms, and there was embossing and all sorts of just or, ornate marks on the the elves had unique elven looking armor. It was, it, was,
1: it was immediately evident whose armor it was.
2: Yes, yeah,
1: immediately evident.
2: So in this in this book, along with some really, really nice artwork, um, you get some, some character origins, right? You could play a draconian. The Splinterverse has has given you draconians. Draconians were the, the enemy back in the day. They were. They were the bad guys. They were the army of, of Tachesis, the evil dragon queen. And these are very draconic looking, almost uh, like half dragon or dragon folk type of, of, of creatures. You get a little quirk. Table in there. I can't help but order others around to improve efficiency. You know, (laughs) cool stuff like that. Um, That's built on every trip we take.
1: (laughs) I cannot deny
2: Uh, number three on the. I can't (laughs) help but order this. (laughs) Yeah,
1: there's no denying.
2: So you get that they they have uh, uh, the different uh, draconian subspecies that you can you could be a part of. Each one of them has uh, their own kind of unique. Unique things uh, like blend, shapeshift, glide, all sorts of uh, cool stuff. Poison saliva.
1: I don't recall draconian feats in the Shadow of the Dragon Queen. Nope. There's nope. a couple dragon draconian feats. Yeah, Asperian I mean, that's, that, 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 that's pretty yeah. cool. And final twinge. I, I I was like, I just came across. It. I was like, Wow, I, I I missed that the first time through. So that's nice that the draconians have their own special feats. But I mean, Dragonlance did a bunch of feats. Based and used only in Dragonlance. Yeah, so it would I, I make like that. it yeah. would make sense, and I do like that. It'd make sense that there was something that is specific to Draconian. So That's nice. So Jimmy's either got an inside guy, <laughs>
2: um, or he does a lot of research. Plenty of stone. We get a half ogre, and she's a hottie too. As like there is
1: as ha- half ogres go.
2: Yep, yes. she's a babe. I I totally dig the Thanoi. <laughs> I do too. Yeah, um, you know, a, a walrus dude. I I want to do a buddy cop adventure with a Thanoy and uh, a gif. Make it so. That would be that would be freaking cool. And but if I were to play a Thanoy, he's got to sound like Wilford Brimley. Diabetes. Because <laughs> he's got that mustache, you know, the Wilford Brimley mustache. He's got. A, you got to sound like Wil- for Brimley. He reminds me of um, what was the, what was the race in like the third World of Warcraft expansion? There was like a whole group of these walrus people, the uh, Wrath of the Lich King. I don't think I played it that far no? up. That was like the last great WoW expansion. So there's racial feats, which is cool. I really dug the racial feats when they put them out. All right, let's talk about subclasses. <laughs> the first, because I'm the in the first one is so awesome. I'm in love I, with the I flesh the sculptor one, yeah. Yeah. artificer. Yeah, I am down for making my own like uh, flesh vehicles. <laughs> that that is cool. <laughs> and here's this dude sewing and sewing a shoulder onto onto this this uh, Golem? Yeah, yeah. He's got a pair of hands just hanging off his belt.
1: It is yeah. Augment flesh, enhance effigy. Nice. Dominant creature types. You even go through all the different creature types. That's that's interesting.
2: Yeah. Uh, Where do
1: you get your parts from? Uh, Anywhere. Here and there. Yep. Walmart. Yep. <laughs> a little
2: bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah. He's, he's just hanging out in the parking lot. Yep. Yep. Watch out for the flesh
1: sculptor's van out there <laughs> or, or the morgue. You, um. You, you done with that? Yeah. You, gonna, you need that for anything? <laughs> yeah. Just were there any family or kin? No. Yeah, no. Oh.
2: Can I get the feet? Yeah. <laughs> I, need, I need a pair of matching feet.
1: On the plus side, it'll be a shorter casket. You'll save money on wood. You get a Path of the Dragon Barbarian. I, I happen to like this one.
0: I, I, that's, okay. yeah,
1: It's not one of my favorites. I, I wouldn't say it's one of my favorites, but I do like it. I do like it. Where, you, you know, the Barbarians, they've been so other with or against the dragons for so long that they're adopting some of their traits to other help or combat the dragons. And you have a, a barbarian who's already an imposing player character to start with, and you start giving them draconian abilities as well. It's just, ugh.
2: I'd be totally down for a scaly ridge on my forehead. It'd be like the D and D equivalent of being like a Klingon. Klingon.
1: Yeah, I see. I <laughs> it's like, yep. As soon as you say, "Here it is," the obligatory Star Trek reference. <laughs> it's a nice piece of artwork with it, though. The barbarian. Yeah. The College, is- of Ages, College of Ages, eh, not too bad. I'm not not in love with it. The cleric with the plague domain? I thought that one was cool. Yeah. It's interesting. I'll give it interesting. Not well, I, I would I would play I not mean, play anything, but I'd put my own personal touch on it. This would be good in Marcus's campaign. It would be. It would be.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, the um I don't know, I I could see like a really cool emo adventure, you know, with the plague domain cleric, you know, and <laughs> Couple of those other fringe kind of, yeah, uh, character classes.
1: Spore Druid. Yeah, <laughs> throw a so few, the, throw a few of those oddities in there, and put them all together. Yeah, and say, there you go, guys. Go play the emo nice. kids. Yep, Foo Master. And this poor guy looks
2: like he's got a little bit of a plague himself. Yeah, he. You know he he, he needs a he needs a juice fast is what he needs. He needs to get some <laughs> carrot apple juice. A little bit
0: more board. than that. it's a skin peel. Yeah, he. Needs some. <laughs> I do like the next one though.
2: Circle of the Elements.
0: Yes, the Druid. Yeah, I'm. I think that's my favorite.
2: Five Five E has done a lot of cool things with the Druid, but the Druid in in Second Edition was just kind of like meh. He was. Well, it was the cleric wannabe, and the clerics were underpowered
1: to start with. Yep. Yeah. So you played a Druid, and it was it was a, a niche. You know that maybe that adventure just had to have a Druid for whatever reason, but there really was no other reason to play a Druid. Or I I enjoy playing the Insanely underpowered character and underpowered spellcaster uh, amongst all of these other players because I got personality.
2: <laughs> yeah, you you could have a scimitar. Yeah, but but not a short sword. Yes, or so a shillelagh sword. or a staff. It's got to be wood, or the blade has to be curved. And he couldn't even wear. He had to wear wooden
0: armor too. If Wo- I remember wooden armor correctly. was yep. as good
1: as you can
2: get. Yeah, yeah, uh, and then you had to fight to the death to to get promoted. Yeah, so. So for the hierophant. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, so that was, I think every kid that ever ever read um, Terry Brooks, The Sword of Shannara, yep. was like, I'm going to play a druid in D&D just like Al-Anon. And <laughs> then, yeah, and then you're like, well, all right. Well, that sucked.
0: No, I think this is probably one of my favorite classes right here.
1: Let's take a moment to talk about our sponsor. You're a new DM who wants to jump behind the screen. Maybe you've been volunteered by your gaming group but aren't quite ready. You've been watching people play games online or on podcasts, and you're thinking to yourself, where do they come up with all that descriptive narrative? There's no way I can do that. Well, don't worry. We've got a solution for you. What if I were to tell you that I can put a team of professional writers alongside you at your desk while you're prepping your game? Sounds pretty good, huh? With Describe, we can do just that. These narratives vividly describe monsters, places, spells, people, you name it. It's there. And there are more than six thousand of these easy to search up, copy and pastable, beautifully written narratives right at your fingertips. Confidently read these narratives aloud in your campaign and impress noob and veteran gamer alike. And the best thing about it is the library of narratives is constantly growing, and it's affordable. Describe has graciously provided us with a discount for our listeners. Head on over to describe.com/dmd. That's dscrybcom dot backslash dmd. Use the code DMD at checkout to try Describe for two weeks for free. Links will be in the show notes. And now back to the show.
2: Yeah, the circle of the elements is pretty, pretty cool. Like the the primordial weapons I, are, I think are. That's nice. Why? About to say
1: Look at number five. Yeah, that's going to be him.
0: Oh, I was actually thinking about the great mall covered with a. Uh... Core stone. Because you don't see a lot of druids carrying them all.
2: True. No, you don't. Uh I I'm partial to the longbow that sets arrows ablaze as they're fired. That there was <laughs> that, a that's cool. There was a movie. It was a made-for-tv movie, and I think it was actually supposed to be a pilot for a TV series and never took, but it was called The Archer, Fugitive from the Empire. And I loved Love that movie. I have. I haven't seen it in like probably forty, two or three years.
1: Well, now you have something to look up to bring for our guys. I have. Away. I
2: have never been able to find it. Um, have to look at the European God.
1: market where they have odd things.
2: But the bad guys were all these like snake people, and and for the time, the the makeup was was really good, like <laughs> really really good on him. Uh, but his his bow would. Fire these arrows that were all like a glow. And he was bound to it. And that just kind of like reminded me of number six. All right. And I totally dig the um the ice lightsaber, yep. The short hilt that manifests an icy blade when drawn. You you have to you have to make that sound though. When you pull it out, it's gonna be a whoa <laughs>
1: <laughs> Are you gonna name your sword Schwartz? <laughs> <laughs> well, I see her Schwartz is as large as mine. It's cold.
2: <laughs> Moving on. And this druid chick clearly works out. She squats like a like a like a champ. Look at the legs on her. She's like um she's thick. She's thick. She like like Gina Carano. Yes. Like jacked. I love Gina Carano. I know that's probably going to make people upset, but I think Cara Dune is one of the Best Star Wars characters ever. The Few Master Fighter. <laughs> eh. I think I think this is this is kinda cool. Right? You're just like it, it sounds like you're just a thug. Yeah. Right. I can I could <laughs> brawl it out. You know, maybe he's got a bowler hat on. You know, he's that <laughs> that that guy.
1: Yep. With the shirt that's too tight and the buttons are bulging Yeah, the bowler hat. Like the
2: big Nazi that fought <laughs> Indiana Jones. You know, and <laughs> yep, <laughs> and knocked him on his ass in one punch, and then got eaten by the propeller blades on the on the plane.
1: Yeah, it's it's a glorified tavern ball brawler. Yep, it's it's okay.
2: Yeah, it, it's just like a cell sword or a mercenary type thing. There's the Way of Divinity monk.
0: I like that one too. Yeah, yeah, it
2: wasn't too bad. It's a cool piece of artwork though. I dig their artwork. Yep, like the, so, they are really, yeah, really good really stuff. Good. Uh, Oath of Secrets Paladin. I didn't think paladins were a thing on Kryn.
0: They, maybe yeah, be- they're knights, but I think maybe instead of saying knights. Well, they do have—well, first edition, as we remember, we talked the last episode, the Minotaurs were able to be a paladin.
1: That's right. So they, uh, And there's they a Minotaur. It. Yep. Well, that and they've done a lot—5th edition's done a lot for paladins. where pal- uh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Paladins were just this monochromatic— you know one th- way Christian of thinking, Knight. Christian Knight. Boom, that was it. And now they've expanded so much on the Paladin, where pe- you know people are like, "Oh, I'm stuck with a goddamn Paladin." Now it's, uh, I will be playing a Paladin. Yeah, or
0: somebody will be like, so, I can't play a Paladin because I'm with this group of people.
1: Yeah. Yep. Oh, my, my Paladin and Marcus's game is is like. One step above murder hobo. Uh, he's a paladin, you know, with an oath of vengeance. And you piss him off, and he won't just kill you. He will burn your city because you live there and everyone in it. <laughs> so, yeah, he's he's like you know the murder hobo on steroids. Uh, and he's a but he's a paladin. He holds you know solid to his truths and a little more flexibility. Poor poor Marcus trying to deal with me. I like the grave
2: speaker Ranger. He would be, she would, they would be the, uh, <laughs> a nice companion for our emo adventure. Yeah. <laughs> get a Tinkerer Rogue. I, I think that's, that, that fits Kryn very nicely. It the does. Tinkerer
1: Rogue. The Tinkerer Rogue, yeah.
2: Dreamwalker Sorcerer. Uh, you get a bunch of, and then, and then the real payoff is a walrus person with pigtails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of cute huh it's yeah, goldie tusks yeah go
1: warlock the deity this one's pretty
2: pretty good too
0: most yeah. warlocks are
1: yeah i i really do like the warlock class they've it plays to my personal tendencies which sometimes can be a little dark and the warlock fits that niche pretty well and they've it they become so diversified in where they can go and what they can do that it it becomes uh i don't know it's becoming one of my favorite classes
2: there's a lot you can do with a warlock just in in in
1: background and well and they're they're fairly i mean their spell list is is somewhat limited but the depending on how you build it you can have some very very effective spells and a lot of spells depending on which way you go so yeah i've I've had a lot of fun with the warlocks that I've played. I've played three of them so far and I've been very, very happy with them. So I probably probably would jump on this one as one of the first ones out of this this book to just give it a try.
2: There is a badass picture of Lord Soth.
1: There is a very, very badass picture of Lord Soth. And then you get a that's beautiful.
2: You get a bunch of backgrounds that they give you. You get um, some feats which are pretty cool. More killer artwork. Some new spells. Some of those aren't too bad. It's a it's a it's a lot that you get packed into this book. You know, magic items. There's some decent magic items in here. It's it's a lot of stuff to well, it's a perfect companion. I these books tend to be oh yeah. Really good companion pieces to what Wizards of the Coast is putting out. And like what are we what are we clocking in at for a page count? One hundred and eighty two. So it's it's not that far away. No, it's pretty meaty. From it's from like front cover to back cover. Mm-hmm. And it's you know when you don't get any print on on the page, you're you're getting a full page spread of of artwork, which is really good. I think just for all the new
0: subclasses, twenty new spells, all the new feats. Yeah. Yep. The artwork, if you're really into all that. It, I really like Jimmy's stuff.
2: The, yeah the the art the artwork really does it for me. I like, I, of course, the content is great too. But the pieces of art that are in it, we got Jimmy needs to introduce us to his artists. <laughs> I like it. There's there's uh, not all the artwork is the same, which is nice. There's some the what's the word I'm thinking Tarot. The, it looks a lot of these. I'm in the what page you on? He doesn't even know. I know. I was page seventy one.
1: Okay, I was almost there.
2: Right. So we're looking at like gods and stuff like that. Yep. yep. Um, all of these images, these images look like tarot cards. They do, which is pretty pretty cool. So I can imagine these being laid out in front of you by some seer or something that you know in a deck of tarot.
1: And I'm sure that's done somewhat on
2: purpose.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I would imagine. Oh, they're gorgeous. Geez. I mean, even his magic items are pretty good.
2: Yep. Yeah, it, it's it's a really nice. You could see the piece of work,
0: uh, the the amount of thought that was actually put into this.
2: Yeah, yeah, this wasn't just slapped together. And for an indie publisher, this is some high quality stuff, right? Because you wouldn't. We've said that, that this in the past. A, yeah. the
1: quality of the stuff is just astronomical compared to other stuff and it it looks so much like the wizard stuff on purpose.
2: Yeah, it would it would look uh just as nice sitting on your bookshelf next to whatever it is a companion piece to. And then you get an you get a map, get some monsters, you get an adventure, which is nice. I mean that's kind of cool.
1: Hey I found the Minotaur. It's listed in the bestiary.
2: So cool stuff. Now you we got a uh, black and white copy. It's pr- the printer friendly. I, I opened that one up first, and I was like, "Wow, Jimmy's going like a little noir. This is cool, like really <laughs> Lou set, artsy." Lou set you straight. Yep. And then Lou's like, "No, it's it's, it's there's a full color one." Um, so, so Lou pointed out all I had to do was read, and <laughs> I would I would find it.
1: Yes, it's one that says full color, as opposed to printer friendly. So you get you get that, right? You get the printer friendly
2: version, which is which is nice. Yep. You know, if you don't want to spend all that ink. You get the full color version and you get there's tokens. Uh, a buttload of tokens.
0: There's two adventures in here as well.
2: Yeah, and that and that's that's pretty good. Trials of the
1: tower initiative. Yeah.
2: Um maps.
1: Map to purity.
2: You get uh a bunch of maps, companion handouts. So it's it's more than just a like a PDF, right? It, it, There's a bunch is. of other stuff there, that there comes is. with I it. I
0: mean, you get like we said, three races, three sub, three new sub races, thirteen subclasses, two backgrounds, sixteen magic items and sixteen legacy items, one hundred trinkets, nine monsters, and forty four stat blocks, two adventures for tier one and two, two encounters, seventy adventure hooks. This was my favorite one. Time travel options.
1: Yeah, I've seen that.
0: And twenty-one DDs and herald items, all wrapped up nicely for you. Yummy.
1: How do you
2: how do you go wrong by can not you? buying it? but exactly. So <laughs> so here's the here's the here's the thing. You can get the PDF for nineteen ninety nine. Let's just call it twenty bucks, right? Twenty bucks. That's not unreasonable. By There's no, means. no watermarks on the on the PDF. It's all uh, full color.
0: Or black and white. Or if black and white. Wrong one. <laughs>
2: You could get the hardcover, right? Regularly priced at uh forty four ninety nine. It's it's at thirty-eight ninety-nine over on the DMs Guild, right? Hardcover standard book. For the same price, thirty-eight ninety-nine, you get the PDF plus the hardcover standard color book. That's the way to go. Hard, yep. It is. I mean, why yeah. not, right? Uh you can share it with your gaming group, you know, the PDF. You got a nice hardcover book to go there. And and you're supporting a a small publisher, right? You're supporting someone in the community. A very good publisher. A very good one. And and a, a super nice guy. He is. So, well, well worth it in my opinion. And I, we're
1: not biased about this
2: at all. I'm a little biased. <laughs> right? I'm not no, I'll
0: be I'll be <laughs> no, honest well, with you. The, yeah. I am not because if I didn't like it, I wouldn't be sitting here talking about it, right? right? But, Would have yeah.
1: well, yeah, I'm, I'm a little straightforward I, and honest sometimes. I like too. his I like his stuff. Yeah, I, I like his style. And um, you're right. His artists are absolutely phenomenal. I like the way he lays it out. And
2: he's a good guy.
1: Yep. Right. The
2: and it's all about you know for me it's are are you a good guy or not you know are you a decent person um and we've had we've had some some outstanding indie. designers and game developers on the podcast. And we've been fortunate. they have all been fantastic
1: guys. Yep. Several of which we, most of which we met at games at conventions. Right. I, we played their game going, we need to talk to these people.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's how we had never going home. Mm -hmm. You know, Matt and Brandon joined us another group of fantastic guys, indie developers like, like Jimmy, like Brad, Brad uni over carnivore games. Uh, so support these support these guys in the community. You know these the these folks in the in the community that are that are putting out really really high quality stuff and well, doing well, that thing we all dream about doing.
1: Their love of the world and their love of the game is so apparent in the work they're putting out. You know, it's like this 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 is. Um. The physical manifestation of the love that old-timers like us have Yeah. that do, do, by no means have the skill um, or means to do something like this and to find someone else that does it and just go, oh, I love everything about this because this is everything that I had in my head that I have no way to get out of there. And lo and behold, there it is. Put it all on paper. Yep. For the low, low price. 30, it, $38 for the book and the PDF is absolutely amazing.
2: It's not bad. Really, it isn't. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm willing to pay a little bit more for a community developer. I'll bitch and moan about the price of, like, a big business because I know they're making a ton of money. Yeah. But. Well, every, every time we look at it, the first thing we say is money grab. Yeah. But, uh, you know, for someone that's that's trying to make a living doing this, right, I I want to see people do that thing. I'd love to make a living doing something that I love and I'm passionate about. Um. I make a living, <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, support, support these indie developers, you know, like, like, like Jimmy over at Splinterverse, uh, who is clearly sinking a bunch of, bunch of resources into these, these companion pieces that he does to the Wizards of the Coast stuff.
1: Oh my God. The deeper I get into the book, the, the better this artwork gets. There's a. Crap ton of full page stuff at the back that's absolutely gorgeous. I'm enamored with the creature on page one thirty five. Not this one. I mean I love the creature on one thirty five. Everyone's gonna go looking now. As they should.
2: Yes. So I would I would buy this. Um and I probably will. I'm sorry, one thirty six.
1: No, I was right, one thirty five, top of one thirty five.
2: But I want that I want that full color hardcover book.
1: Yeah, I I'll probably be giving myself a Christmas present, Well, birthday present. It's too close to Christmas; I won't get it in time. <laughs> Not at the time of this recording. So, yeah, must buy, could buy, should buy, maybe buy. Uh, I think you
2: know, if you're going to get the Dragonland Shadow of the Dragon Queen book from Wizard of the Coast, I would I would say I would say it, it's it's a must buy. If you're gonna if you're gonna travel through Kryn, then this is this is something. You, you. I must
0: have. I'll agree with that sentiment exactly.
2: If you're not gonna get that, the Watsy book, you should you should do it anyway. Check check it out. I
1: think this stands alone fairly well. I think it stands alone very well, and I think it's also a very very good representation of the original Kren that we're used to. Yes, thank you for doing that. Must buy for me too.
0: And that's Dragonlance Companion from Jimmy from the Splinterverse. We'll see you next time in the dojo. That's going to conclude this episode. Thanks for tuning in and listening. Please subscribe to the podcast for more great content. If you'd like to hear a particular topic, you can reach us out on Facebook at the Dungeon Masters Dojo. Or you can drop us an email at the Dungeon Masters Dojo at gmail.com. Thank you and have a good day.